For all you lovers of the Beehive State, welcome to the Utah Fan Club Podcast. Where we're spreading the buzz about why Utah is the bee's knees. This western state is quite the hub to learn more. Join with us at the Utah Fan Club. We want to give a special thanks to our sponsor, Wazi Tech, Utah's premier IT support company. They will help you with any of your IT needs. Go to www.wazitech.com. That's W-A-Z-I-T-E-C-H.com. Welcome to the Utah Fan Club. My name is Joey Rooker. I will be your gaming expert for today. Yeah, Joey, he's our gaming expert. And today we're interviewing Land King. They're a company in Utah County, and we're excited to hear all about the gaming experience that they can offer. So we're going to place a call here to... The Land King guy. This is Cody. Hey, Cody. It's Steph and Joey from the Utah Fan Club Podcast. How are you? Doing well. How are you? Good. How's your Saturday treating you? Good. Good so far. (laughs) Are you Cody Black or Cody Mack? Cody Mack. The Cody Black and Cody Mack kind of goes together. Was those gamer tags (laughs) or is that your guys' real name? So, that's kind of crazy. Those are our real names and the... The wildest part about it is we both also have the same birthday. Oh, what? Which is kind of insane. Yeah. So, the craziest coincidence, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then, how did you guys meet? I mean, did you guys meet through work or a mutual friend or through gaming? It was through work. Cody's like a really, Cody Black is a very big commercial real estate agent in Utah County. I was interested because my background comes from more of a sales and summer sales type role. And so in my off time, I was looking for opportunities to just get dabble in different things. And I wanted to get into real estate. And so I just met with him and figured out what I could do to what he could teach me. And that's how it all started. I just met with him one day and was wanting to learn about real estate. And so we worked together. We started that like about three years ago. And then how long ago did you guys start Land King? So we started that. Cody bought the building back in last March. So that was, yeah, just a full year ago from today. And then from March to November, we did remodeling. So it took took a pretty hefty leap. But the idea spawned like four or five months before that. So I want to say it's in the works for almost a year and a half now. But obviously, we just opened a few months ago. Well, you said that the idea was a few months before that. Mm -hmm. And on your website, it talked about how you you and and Cody, you guys both loved gaming. Not only did you work together, but you like playing games together and that you would always have to set up and and take down. And so do you want to talk a little bit more about that? Oh, yeah, of course. So we found out our mutual love for gaming. And at the end of our work week, Friday afternoons, get together and play like with all the people at our work and it was, it was really fun and we decided to to set up like a little land night and that was the that was the big bummer is we were both relatively busy and it took like an hour plus just to get people all linked up together and figure out who had which games downloaded and whose computer could run which game and become a little more tactical than, than he is as far as gaming goes so he's like hey could you build me a few like computers that we could just keep in my house so that when we do this, it'll be a lot more convenient. And of course, I was all about it. So I, I built him a few gaming computers. And then the next time we did it, it was still fun. But then we invited more people. And we had the same issue. <laughs> so as it grew, we it didn't really solve the problem. Anyway, we kind of looked at it as like, okay, well, who wants to invest in building this massive man cave, right? <laughs> and then that turned into, well, I think everyone kind of wants that. 
I feel like gaming has progressed <laughs> so differently, and I feel like online gaming has kind of ruined the community a little bit in the regards that takes away the humanity of gaming. <laughs> and so I, I feel like people are because it's online that a lot of times people uh, they don't they don't treat people like humans. So I feel like that there's been this kind of big negative aspect with the development of technology, and so we kind of decided to dial it back to the good old days and make it more about the social connection. Anyway, and that's when we decided, well, like let's give it a shot. Like worst case scenario, we have an alpha man cave. <laughs> You know, like we didn't really see the downside, right? If we're gonna do it anyway, let's do it so we, others can benefit. And and that was that was like the start of it, which is crazy because it's just transformed so much since then. I know, you know nothing about gaming. I mean, old school Mario when I was younger. I blame my brothers. Go Mario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, old school Mario. But so when you say you're connecting all these computers together, so it's like everyone's playing the same same game and you can see each other's screen is that what it is what it is is uh, for the most part with a pc and stuff like that you just you're linking together instead of playing on a you know worldwide internet you're actually just playing on the local land so you're just playing with the group that's just right there instead of everyone else and then your communication isn't over a mic it's you know across your screen it's like Uh hey you know i need you to hit f4 or you know hit you know asd or you know, whatever your command is for that move. So I can see why that, like what you were saying, Cody, that when people are just playing online, that they can't be bigger jerks because they don't see who's around there, but but that it's a community thing when you're playing with people together. So now, yeah. Cody, mm-hmm. are you guys just PC gamers, or do you guys get into the console base as well? Yeah, we have uh, we have a lot more computers. We just have a couple consoles just because with the, with the gaming PCs, it's nice that we can upgrade the graphics and different things, and then you can just mm-hmm. plug in the controller and it plays yeah, just the like The last console. time I did that was actually when Diablo 3 came out. I was actually really upset because I'm more of a console-based kind of guy. Don't get me <laughs> wrong, the, the PC's great, but unfortunately, they kind of dumbed down <laughs> some of the games due to you know the computer ability, and, and they want to market to the general PC specs, so I kind of favored the console. But yeah, I remember uh, hooking up my PlayStation 4 controller to my PC, and I, I went to town on that game. I mean, it was it was fantastic. So now, which uh, do you guys just have Xbox consoles, or do you guys have also PlayStation as well? So right now we just have we just have Xbox. Oh. Um, we're planning on getting some Switches <laughs> and Playstations. Yeah, we. T- t- yeah, to be honest, more often than not, people come in because they want to have groups of like eight to ten plus, which is where the where the PCs kind of take take advantage because of the grouping. So so far, we have these big 132 inch projectors that are back to back on the wall, basically allow people to play, you know, up to four and four. Mm-hmm. So and and that's mostly for birthday parties and bachelor parties and things like that. That's like our main attraction there. Does that make sense? So yeah. we're adding the Switch and the PS4 to that though. So so now. I was browsing on your guys' website, and you guys stated that you guys had leagues and tournaments. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? After the initial concept of just being like a cool man cave, you know, people come and play, (laughs) we started realizing that there's a lot of cool features that gaming places are lacking. And, And that's when we started getting really excited, which the main one was was gaming leagues. So we started thinking about how, how much cooler would it be if you could, with your gaming time, instead of just playing with random people online and that determining like your rank, it was you, you choose your friends, you come down, you shake the hands of your opponent and you, you play, right? You compete that way. 
like a certain time each week and it rotates through just like, you know, all other type of local sports. So like the city soccer leagues or basketball leagues. So we thought we'd mirror that because we thought that would be a really fun way to mix up gaming. Then that morphed into the next level, which is we thought like, well, companies pay tons of money to have their employees play a softball. Even it's like over a thousand dollars. And I feel like everyone I've ever talked to, it's more of a chore. Like, oh, I guess I'm going to company softball. Like, I don't know a lot of people that really like loved it, loved it. <laughs> and so when I asked, and I asked my friends like, hey, like if I could charge half the price, right? Because gaming is cheap and we could unify everyone through a gaming team, right? Like each company could have a team. They come in and play once a week. They were ecstatic. They were like, yeah, like that would be phenomenal, right? Like that's actually exciting to people. They would love to come and compete and for their, their team and then when talking to employers they were like holy cow like that's the type of retention tools that would benefit us right like the people that aren't in love with the, the sports aspect it departments you know with it they love gaming and this would be a huge perk and benefit for them so this is something that's unique to you guys the leagues and the tournament the, the, the league aspect like. yeah sorry i didn't even really touch on the tournament as much but because tournaments are are they're not super unique to us in the regards that a lot of places do tournaments but the whole hosting the tournaments in person, which uh, makes it feel a little more like that next level competition, right? Like when, if you don't know much about gaming, it might not make sense, but the end of November, there was the League of Legends World Championship. And so you get to see uh, all these teams, these two teams like on these big stages in front of like our entire football stadium with, with the people. And it just adds to the excitement that they're right there in the room battling each other and everyone is cheering them on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So it's, so that, that feature is something that is really cool because then when we perform tournaments, there's just a whole new level of energy in the room because everyone's tournament in, but they don't have a big difference as to other places that run tournaments <laughs> besides that. So I didn't realize that there are like big tournaments, like what you're saying. Uh, so that's really cool. But the this leak thing, that's cool that that's something that's unique that you guys have mm-hmm. thought of and, and just how... I mean, like you said, not everyone likes sports, and so it's something that, like, people can... Because whenever you do play, like, a team, do any team activity, you feel bonded with those people. Exactly. And now, so, is the league the only thing that separates you guys from your other competitors? Or do you guys have other yeah, things we, that you have, offer um, that your competitors kind of quite a few others. So, the other big facet is we have the room divided into, like, pods of ten. So, in separate rooms. And so each room basically allows you to have like a, like an enclosed birthday party or bachelor party or guys night where other places they typically just have like a couple of rows of computers. You know what I mean? So it's nice that we, we have them like kind of separated. Yeah. So, so you give them the privacy, but also allow them to communicate with each other, mm-hmm. which is actually kind of nice, you know, cause you want to go out with your friends and do stuff, but sometimes you don't want to, know being this huge group with all these random people that you're you're never going to talk to correct yep mm -hmm. and then we have like these soundproof glass walls with led strips in them that allow you to feel like you're a part of the group but you have your your private and that's kind of like the whole deal we want to go for is when you look around you see everyone gaming but they're not in your station it's nice to have that separation but at the same time when you look around you're just everyone here loves what they're doing everyone's having a blast so it carries all the positive energy kind of throughout the space. The other big thing is we kind of spared no expense and we put, I would like to say, like obviously I don't know this for a fact, but probably the most amount of money I've seen ever in a, in a gaming space. I've been to a few throughout the U.S. in my in my days and travels and I feel like they're all a little more uh, 
low budget, I guess. Like they just, they go with like the basics and they're, they're a little darker and they're not really well maintained. And if you decide to go with like class A commercial finishes, you know, glass walls, we have a huge fire pit. We have, uh, giant gaming projectors. We have this really awesome VR setup and all the computers could run every game on ultra. So it's a really cool type of feel. Like each gaming station, you can, you can turn and bend the monitor to any direction. The, the gaming chair is fully adjusted to your body. Like there, we put a ton of money into it so that that was another huge competitive advantage that when someone comes in and they sit down, they're like blown away. So now with the VR, is that the uh, Oculus VR or is that another VR system that you're, that you guys currently have? Yeah, we have the Vive and the Oculus right now. I would say we, we've been more, more use out of the, the Vive so far. And how many of those do you guys actually offer? So we have, Two, two areas for it right now. You guys just have like one Vive, one Oculus, or two Vibes, two Oculus. I just, you know, want to. Correct. No, one Okay, because I just want to put Oculus. that out for yeah. all our listeners so they know. Because I know, you know, the virtual reality is kind of, it's it's really taking off. I know with me, I, I have the PlayStation VR and I, I love it. I mean, w- with the exception of the motion sickness that you can get from it, it is just fantastic. I I would say by far my favorite game would be Skyrim. Just for the sole fact I can, you know, wield my sword around any way I want and, you know, kill the monster. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why I have Joey with me because I know yeah. nothing about everything he just said. So, <laughs> Well, that's cool. So do you have a lot of girls that come and, and play or is this like strictly man cave? Like, what, What's the ratio to, by the way, what would you say? It's actually kind of surprising. So... Opening weekend, I had a lot of friends come just to like a little, just like support me, I guess, right? And they brought their wives or girlfriends or, you know, and it was funny because as they walked in, they're like, oh, this oh, is cooler than I thought it was. Like, so, but I saw like that. And then I asked them, like, oh, well, like, do you play games? And the, every time they're like, oh, no, I don't game at all. But by the end of like, you know, another hour or two while they're hanging out and eating and just uh, relaxing, they're like, oh, we'll try something. And it was fun because mo- the majority of the wives are the ones that were pushing to stay at the end. And oh, really? It was funny because I think a lot, yeah, I think there's that kind of like most people believe that the guys are the big gamers. And I, I think that every, like, to my core, I think everyone is a gamer. You just have to find out what game they like, not necessarily being a video game, but everyone to some extent likes a game. Um, and it, it's hard to find that especially if you have to buy them all. So that's one big benefit that people have at our place where they can come in, they can try 30 different games, right? Mm-hmm. And see what's fun for them, you know? And so in, in that instance, that's still one of my favorite stories to tell is by the end of the night, the guy's like, oh, we should probably go. And the wife's like, no, oh, let's keep playing, you know? Mm-hmm. And that that was so fun to me because it was almost like, uh, like we converted someone to gaming, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was so cool. Like it was such a cool like experience from someone saying, "Oh no, there's no way I'm not a gamer at all." To to just loving it, and having a blast. I, I didn't even answer the, the ratio question. I w- I would say currently it's probably uh, eighty twenty or seventy thirty right now. Obviously in the favor of guys, but I think we have a good four girl customers that are pretty consistent um, really? that come in. Oh wow, fairly often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I I would say those that where it's gonna. I think it's gonna go up over time well and seeing how nice your place is on instagram and everything like i can see why girls want to go hang out there because you spared no expense it's classy it's clean 
But then also, I mean, I said growing up, my brothers didn't really let me play, but I did get to play Tony Hawk every now and then. And I'm like, if I... The, the ooh-la-la move with Wolverine was just fantastic on that game. So I think that's great that the wives were like, no, let's stay longer. So now, have you ever heard of the gaming center here in Utah called The Void? Yes. The Void is incredibly cool. Um, I 100% think that's the future, for sure, of virtual reality. I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, we've, we've been looking into all sorts of different VR stuff to add, and right now it's still at that point where it's astronomically expensive, but I think as, as, as time progresses, it's going to be more of a standard, and I think I'm excited for that. Because right now the goal on our space would be to have the two VR sets on those opposite side projectors, and you'll be able to play against each other through the, through the walls. So Cause that's like the next level. It's almost, it's almost I like a sport because it's all physical work, right? But it's in these complex virtual simulations, which, which I think I think it's gonna it's gonna be a huge, yeah, a huge thing. See, and that's that's what I like about it. I mean, the, the one downflaw to gaming is you're not you're not very active. You you know you're you're just sitting there. You're you're smashing buttons on a controller, and that's it. With you know my thought with the whole virtual reality is it's actually getting you to move you know to do things but yet again you also still get to play you know some of your favorite games i know when i went out one of my favorite games were air hockey and one of the games that i bought for the playstation vr was it was an actual air hockey game that made me actually move around and it was just fantastic and you know of course i I beat the game. So. So. <laughs> Good job, Joey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and going back, is this now something that you're doing full time or are you still doing real estate? Or Joey and I were wondering, like, is this your day job now? It is my day job in the off season. I still run a sales team, like a door to door sales team in the summertime. So oh. during the summer, I'm going to be gone. So we're high, we're high, we have employees for that. But in the, as soon as the summer's over, yeah, I'm back to doing that. This, 100% of the time. So, uh, real estate is kind of taking a back burner for that. I mean, obviously Cody stills very, uh, Cody Black's still very active in that. Cause that's his, his main source of income, but I, I am incredibly active off season. So, so that's the goal for now until we can get, get a little more momentum and we can start expanding. At that point, I'll probably, probably just lead from afar in the sales world and I'll stay around all year long. Well, and I love that because I think a lot of times people when starting a business, they're like, okay, gung-ho all at once. But a lot of times the people that are successful, you sort of have it as like a side hustle or when it's on in the off seasons. And so I think that's a great example. That you're doing both, that you're still, you know, nurturing this, you know, this new job or this new, you know, fantastic creative idea that you guys have and that you're trying to no, really get it to take off so you're still there nurturing it but yet you're still you know have your day job that way you can you know support you and your family and which is just fantastic that you're doing that yeah thank you yeah i i thought it was we were in a lucky situation where right when we opened i did, I had nothing else to work on so it's nice that i could focus all energy on it and really you know really build it and then when my busy season comes i can I can step away and I can run it with just a few employees and then, yeah, just kind of push it forward as it as we go. So, so you know, in talking about being an entrepreneur and starting this business, what were some of the, the challenges, but what have been some of the rewards from this? 
I know that's a loaded question, but I love asking people this. <laughs> no, I, I love it. I feel like a lot of the times entrepreneurship is bodied in the success and the reward of like being your own boss. But I think uh, the biggest thing I've learned is like the biggest like, <laughs> hardship or uh, learning that because it's all like it's all on you and you're the one pushing it forward. I guess there's not really a time to clock out. Like there's no. <laughs> There's no off time. Mm-hmm. And so I remember three days before we opened, I literally slept there for three days in a row and didn't like, you know, I didn't leave the building for 80 something hours. Holy and cow. <laughs> I realized, holy cow, like if we want to make this happen, like there's no clock in, clock out. No, I'll finish tomorrow. Like it's just, we got to go and do it. I, I realized that being your own boss doesn't necessarily mean you you get more freedom, like, which was what I normally thought uh-huh. before I started, like, oh, cool, open it, and then I'll just coast. Not coast, but you, you know what I mean? Like, the goal is to put in the work, and then you can kind of step back. And I still think that is the long-term goal, but I think in the beginning especially, just it's like there's always stuff you can do, and everything you can do impacts the money you make, like, down to, like, even the song choices we play during the day at our business. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, all that equates to success or failure, and I... I feel like it's a big mantle that consumed enormous amounts of time. Uh, with that challenge, I've definitely come to a whole nother level of respect for entrepreneurs because, because our space isn't even that huge. You know what I mean? So I feel like there's a lot of other entrepreneurs that have done so much more and just my hats are definitely off to them for sure. And then, oh, as far as the rewards, the reward for us is super unique in the regards that when people come in and they, like, I feel like what we built is almost every kid's um like 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 as soon as kids hit that age where like they're kind of starting to become who they want to be and starting to make their own decisions right like they start developing their own flair personality the ones that choose that gaming is kind of their thing when they walk in some of them literally have exclaimed like is this heaven is this real life like they they are so (laughs) incredibly stoked that they'll play for like like hours and i feel like it's it's cool because because the parents are bringing and dropping them off. Typically, it's never like by themselves. It's always with a bunch of their friends. They call everyone they know. Like, hey, come down here. This is so crazy. You have to check this out. And that's what I. That's like that's the reward. Is like seeing how crazy stoked people are about what what we've spent so long building. Just like the pure enjoyment in customer spaces like that. Like. Hey, this is what I've always wanted. Like it's it's just so cool. So I bet opening night was such a high. Oh then. yeah, yeah, that is the the biggest high. I, I remember the first night we opened. Like our hours are so it's four to midnight through the weekdays and then till two a.m. on weekends. But every weekend, I feel like when I'm there, especially because it's our main focus, <laughs> and for like for opening night, like it gets to the point where we're supposed to close. But everyone's literally just having so much fun that I just tell them, all right, well, I'm like, I'm knocking the doors. If anyone needs more time, like, I'll, I'll add to your account now. And then, like, oh, I'm going to game with you. And so then I just <laughs> jump on with, with people. And so our first night, we were there till, like, 7 a.m., just, like, having the best time ever <laughs> wow. with a bunch of clients. And But, like, the craziest thing is a couple of the people I met that night have become some of my really good friends, which is wild because... It's just, it just goes to prove on how incredibly bonding gaming can be because those are the type of experiences that like pull people together. And so 
ever since they they always come in and then we started hanging out on the side and it's just been so cool to see they're always like hey what can i do to help like because everyone loves the idea of it and wants to support us and it, it's just the greatest uh just the greatest environment that everyone's always so supportive and loves it and respectful of our space so now what would you say that would be the most popular game in you guys as currently it's gotta be a close one between player unknown battleground and fortnite those those games are so popular right now, and it's a, it's a very split perception right now. That those are the I probably say the two most popular, and they're very very close. Okay, so as a non gamer, what are these two games about? Oh, okay, so they're they're actually very similar. They're called battle royale games, which are basically similar to the Hunger Games philosophy. So you'll be flying over an island, and there'll be a hundred strangers on this plane or bus and you jump out whenever you would like and you have to get down to the ground first find you don't have anything so you find like weapons like equipment healing supplies right and you'll find it and slowly the whole island map will start shrinking and it pushes everyone towards the center point and it's the last basically last man standing that kind of sounds like unreal tournament with monk <laughs> is what that sounds like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Fortnite is more of the cartoon aspect of that. It's a little less realistic, but you can like build things and like yeah, so it adds a little bit more of a uh, like a Minecraft building sense to it. And then playing on the battleground is a little more. They try to take the more realistic approach where you have like a scope. You have to like dial in your scope by distance, and you can only carry certain amount of things. And whichever size backpack you have can carry more volume. So it's a little diff. It's a little different in that regards, but. The concept is still the same, and it's very, very intense when you get down to the last two or three people because things like your hands will get sweaty. You know what I mean? Like it's just so intense because oh, you know yeah. there's like two other people within like forty, fifty yards of you, and you just figure out where they are and try to get them before they get you. Oh yeah, I mean it's that adrenaline, that rush that you get. <laughs> that sounds cool. I I feel like I didn't understand what you guys were talking <laughs> about there when you were talking about Minecraft and the other game, but I think that sounds rad. <laughs> And sort of wrapping up, we want to know a little bit about, so you talked about a lot of people come for birthday parties and stuff. So what are your prices for stuff like that? The birthday party and bachelor party is probably our main attraction. And we structure it so that it's a, it can be a more of a consistent thing than like a once in a lifetime. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like it's not, it's not expensive and that's what we love. So for the birthday or bachelor party, you get a room of 10 custom gaming PCs. Uh, you get it for two hours. You get dr- drinks because you have a soda fountain there and catering, which we typically do pizza because that's what people typically love. But you get the food, drinks, the two hours of gaming in the private room for two hours and it's $15 a person. It's a, it's a kind of a sweet spot in the regards that it's cheaper than a lot of activities, but, but the guys that like to extend the time, it's $5 more per hour to add. So it ends up being, you know, 20, 25 bucks for like a, a really crazy guys night or a really crazy birthday party. That actually sounds fantastic and pretty affordable, if you ask me. Yeah, because as you were talking, I I was thinking it would be a lot more. And you're, that includes like a drink or catering and then two hours of gaming. Like that's a great deal. Yeah, yeah, that's that's our big thing. We want people to be able to come in weekly with their best friends, and if they only have a couple hours, to be able to enjoy it, you know. And then as far as like uh, tournaments stuff like that, that that'll vary a little bit, but we haven't like an upcoming Fortnite tournament and it's just $10 entry per person. We kind of are going to fluctuate between higher entry and lower entry so that some people would like to enter with a little money and win a little and some people want a, want a bigger pot. So 
we kind of want to cycle between them so that we can appease to the both the types of people. So now, how often do you do these tournaments? We would like to do them as often as people like. So right now, we're about two weeks out on our website, so it should be done by the middle of March. And the website is kind of going to be our main infrastructure for growth, which it's going to be social-based. So on our website, it'll say, let's say, Fortnite tournament or League of Legends tournament or you know, player knows that event tournament, right? Then it would say the interest level, so it'd say zero out of 40, right? And then people can go on there and say, I want to do this type of tournament, right? And basically, as they fill up, once one fills up, it will schedule for the next available event day. And so we're planning on having two, at least two a week, and the order will be based upon the interest from the people that come in. So that's how we're we're designing it. Right now, we don't have two a week because it's, it would be really hard to judge interest without our our website tool. But that would be the goal, is to get it into that state. And once again, super affordable, $10. Well, $15. $15, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that's for a pizza, drink, and two hours of game time, which is just fantastic. And you guys are in Provo. What's your address? 746 East, 820 North. Provo. So if people know Provo pretty well, it's near like the original J Dogs. Oh, the original J Dogs. See, that's always a good land landmark. I feel like a lot of people know where that that reference point is. I think the main feature we're heading for now is we're trying to get involved with high schools and get it to the point where high school gaming and the game competitive gaming can be included in the high schools, just like sports are. So we could have all the main high schools have a gaming team. And they'd have they'd have practice each week. They'd have competition. University of Utah now has a scholarship for gaming. So as oh, really? as colleges catch on to this, yeah, as colleges catch on to this vision of like sports, our games and video games can can basically lead to the same result. It, it's this this kind of dynamic of changing gaming from just being like a hobby to an actual career. Is kind of on the uprising. Like, there's still not really much infrastructure for it. But as as we progress, I think that's our next main goal is to get involved with the schools and and start getting it to help not only have kids perform better, right, to be a part of this gaming team, right, but also allow them to be able to pay for their college through what they love, which is. Really uh, cool. I would think that would just be fantastic if schools can do that because there's there's a lot of people out there who are not you know athletic type of people. But they're still really good at computer game stuff like that, and that would give them basically, you know, a good way to pay for colleges, use their skills, and you know, and just win tournaments, stuff like that. You know, bring in money and marketing, and I would think it'd be a fantastic idea if more schools got on board. I mean, I would have loved it if my schools would have gotten on board when I attended. Yeah, we we actually got this kind of this this idea. When we had a boarding school down in Provo that they started coming on the weekends and they started loving it. And basically each part of the school, if you perform well during the week, you get to choose an activity to do on the weekend. And so ever since they found out about us, they come every week consistently because that's what the kids love to do. And the, uh, the owner came in and was like, we just want to know what the heck you guys are doing down there. <laughs> like our kids grades are, are improved. Like they're improving. Like kids are, a lot more incentivized to do well in school. And I, then I, like, it hit me like, whoa, like, if this could happen in all schools, I feel like not only would it involve the kids more, but it would, it would help, like, the camaraderie, right? Like, if everyone could jump on their computer and, like, stream and watch 
like their team, you know what I mean? Like their school team and support them. Like that's, that would be like huge. Like if you're not into, into this, into the sports. Cause I feel like that's like a big thing in high school. There's two routes of gaming. It's like you can either game with your friends or you kind of start gaming by yourself. And mm -hmm. I feel like if we can help bring people all together always and help kids on that path, I think it will be a huge impact for them. But also I think parents would really, really like that where they could bring their kid to a location, play with all the people that, that love what they love. More of a, just getting the kid out of the house is what yeah. they'd be happy about. <laughs> like 100%. 100%. Yeah. But to be a part of something is really, really so motivating. So that's awesome. It sounds like, you know, you guys have so many great ideas and already putting things out there. And so your website, it is landking.us. Correct. Mm -hmm. Well, anything you want to add? Oh, the main thing I would, I guess, let people know is we, we offer the first hour of game time free always to anyone that's new. We do that just so people can come in and play. They don't have to feel any pressure to like, oh, I'm paying for it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like they can just experience it and see what they like. And if they love it, they'll stay. And if not, then we, we just are big believers in us earning people's business and showing them what we're, what we've created and like really about the, the impact and movement of it and not just about the money, which I think is a, that is a really good message to provide in, in today's uh, business market. Well, and as someone that knows nothing about gaming, I want to come and check it out now. So yeah, I mean, first time's free and that's, <laughs> that's how you get a lot of people that right there. I mean, I know that's how I went and tried a few things. Everyone's like, yeah, hey, it's free. I was like, let's go do it. I mean, it's not going to cost me anything. Exactly. Exactly. Well, sweet. Well, thank you so much, Cody, for your time today. And yeah, so it's landking.us. So for all you listeners out there, make sure you guys go ahead and hit them up at their Provo location and check them out on Facebook. Thanks so much, Cody. Thank you so much for, for letting me come on today. I really appreciate it. You guys reaching out. We were grateful to be, be a part of the podcast today. Thanks for listening, Utah. We want to give a special thanks to our sponsor, Wazi Tech, Utah's premier IT support company. If they will help you with any of your IT needs, go to www.wazitech.com. That's W-A-Z-I-T-E-C-H.com. If you love the beehive state, we're here to tell you why it is great. From Lake Powell up to Bear Lake, our scenery you just can't fake. Our number is 29 all with plenty of places you can die this western state is quite the hub to learn more join with us at the utah fan club mm -hmm.